Hey guys, I'm gonna start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm gonna give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Brittany and Rachel. So talk to us about organic social media. Tell me one or a couple tactics or strategies that will help bring in new patients and help us better utilize this platform. Well, we were going to talk about Instagram. And the first thing we really wanted to touch on was your bio. So the bio is just under the name on Instagram. And it goes in to share with people where you're located and what you do. There's generally to a call to action. But it's amazing how many companies forget to pay attention to this detail. So in your bio, it should clearly state what you're doing as your dentist. And if you have any specialty, it should also share where you're located. So many people forget to share what city or town they're located in. And then there should also be a link to where people can book with you or your website with a call to action above it. State a book here, contact us now, and then people can easily know how to reach you if they're interested. Gotcha. When you say... In the bio, it should clearly state your location and what you do. This is for the dental practice or for the dentist? Or, I mean, it depends whose account it is. So if you're a dentist, you can state, you know, like, I'm a dentist at this clinic and you can tag the clinic that you are located at. Or if it is the clinic itself that has an account, then you can just state what the address is of that clinic and where people will find you. Yeah. Is there a specific amount we can, like, up to? Because you know how, like, general dentists, they kind of want to put everything sometimes? Or what do you think would be best? There's limits, 120 characters. So definitely short and sweet, like bullet point forms. And we're really big fans of converting a word or phrase into an emoji if you can, because you're going to save on a lot of characters. So it's like the little pin, put your address, the little dentist emoji, put your name or your practice name, you know, get creative so that you can condense a lot of information into something short and sweet that just, you want to think as soon as somebody lands on that account, they can immediately identify what you do, how they contact you, and why they should follow you, essentially. Gotcha. Okay. So that's the bio. What else? We're really big into reviewing our content and our analytics. So if you don't have a business Instagram account, get one. Um, Analytics are available to everybody who has a business Instagram account. You can find it on Instagram or you can find it from a um, planning platform. We like to use Later so you can access that information there. And that's going to really help you tailor your content because, you know, you don't want to just be putting out content into the wind. It's not receiving any results. Nobody's really engaging with it or liking it. So if you go review your analytics and see what your top performing posts were and top pieces of content, then double down on that. Create more of it. I'm willing to bet everything that your top performing post is a photo of your team or yourself. It's a photo with a real face in it. So create that into your content schedule, set aside time within your practice to get that content and post more of that. Nobody really wants to see a photo of a cute tooth holding a toothbrush anymore. But you have to think too, like the demographic that's on Instagram isn't two five-year-olds or even 
older, 50 to 60, 70. It's those people born in the 90s, late 80s. And we want to see real connections, photos of real people. What's the worst where you're like, this is the top four, three pictures. I don't want to see anybody videos. Don't want to see anybody. (laughs) Okay, nobody come for me. (laughs) (laughs) We, I think, collectively could agree. We hate seeing those like happy Thanksgiving posts, happy Halloween. Uh, Remember to floss, pick a cute graphic of a toothbrush with some floss. It's like we can get more creative than that followers and likes and comments are a currency on social media these days. So that's not adding any value to my life or giving me any reason for me to follow you. But when I'm like connecting with you, I'm learning about you, I'm gaining that trust, I'm entertained by your content, I'm inspired or educated, then I'm going to be more inclined to follow you outside of my annual visit or anything like that. Would you say it's best for a dental practice to do more like, hey, show us more your personal side? Or what is it called? Where you're giving us more information, right? Like, hey, use this type of fluoride. This is the top five. Why charcoal toothpaste doesn't work. If we had to pick a side, what would you say is best? I would say both. So we do sound like a broken record, I know, because every time we come on here, we're like, show pictures of yourself, please. For the love of everything. (laughs) But you want, it's the three things. This is what we tell people. Educate, inspire, and entertain. So pull from those three things when you're looking to make content. So if you're going to put out something, okay, is this entertaining? Is it funny? Is it educational? Are we talking about, yeah, the types of fluoride or uh, different days that our practice is open, stuff like that? Are we inspiring it? Is it a really good quote? Is it a really good like uh, tip for, you know, our hygiene, our oral hygiene? Pull from those three pillars and you'll do much better. We always say, too, that every ninth photo on your grid should be a picture of you or your team. Why ninth? Because when you first jump onto somebody's account, you see nine boxes. So they'll at least be a photo of you when people are scrolling. I never thought about that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, on somebody's bio, it'll be a picture of the team or you. Okay, awesome. So bio. And then after that, we want to review the analytics and start doing what works best, right? From the analytics. What else can we do? And we've heard a lot about um, reels. You know, everybody's trying to get on the reels wagon, push reels more right now. So a couple tips if you don't have, you know, an in-house video team or video footage to work with to make a reel. Doesn't mean you should sit on the sidelines and watch everybody else do it. You should still participate and get creative with trying to make reels within that realm. So a couple ways you can do that is to use photos that you already have and put them together as a slideshow to music. Make a reel out of that. You can use a quote, put it to music. You can like make the text motion, (laughs) uh, make a meme. That's something, pull from pulp culture, grab some photos of celebrities on the internet, make a meme. Those are really good, really hot right now. Get behind the scenes footage at your clinic. So it could be a matter of the front desk girls just doing like a panel of the office, a quick clip of you working on a patient with their permission. And you can put text over top, just explaining, call to action, encouraging people to come visit it. And then you can also now there's a new feature to turn a highlight into a reel. So then, yeah, there's many opportunities for you to still be using reels, even if you don't have a video, video footage to you. What do you mean highlight into a reel? So you go on an account and you see the little like circles at the top. Oh, the ones like stories from back then that you've recorded? So now when you click on the dot, 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 when you go onto a story, like the dot, 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 it'll come up and it'll say convert into 
a reel or turn this story into a reel or highlight into a reel. So be more focused on reels, review analytics, and then make sure your bio is uh, on point. Okay. Anything else we should keep in mind? Um, The last thing we really wanted to hit was the copy. Um, Saying something quick like, you know, happy Friday, happy Wednesday. It's not engaging. Whenever we work with a client, we tell them that it's important to speak in your copy that you were directly speaking to your patient. So every dentist knows the common questions or concerns that you run into from your patients. You should be talking about those things before they ever have to set foot in your clinic. I think we've all experienced it where you read this caption or watch this reel and the person addresses concern or a question that you've had in your head this entire time about a service or a product. And they answer the question and you think to yourself, like, that's exactly what I was worried about. And it it's very reassuring and it really disarms um, those concerns and makes you a lot less hesitant to move forward with the appointment. So as a dentist, just being very aware of the concerns that your community might have about dentistry, whether it's common fears, regular questions, be sure that you are talking about those in your captions. It's out there, you're educating, you're establishing yourself as a leader in the industry and in the community. And you're also just breaking down those barriers that your potential patients out there have. They just have these walls and you have to get through them. And it's a lot easier to do with a caption. And um, now you potentially have a new patient because they're less nervous coming to see you. Another really awesome way to um, reach your patients would be to share testimonials. There just are a lot of professionals out there that are not great professionals. And so there is a bit of a hesitation in finding a new dentist. And so by sharing those testimonials, you're really able to show not only, you know, for yourself, like I am a good dentist and this is what my patients have to say, but your potential patients know that people like them took the time to write that testimonial. That's how much they appreciate your work. Again, just kind of disarming them and um, hopefully easing those hesitations. Gotcha. Yeah, I feel like copy is important whenever I'm looking at something and then I want to like, oh, what is that all about? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Then you read it. What's the worst kind of reels you've seen where you're like, don't, we need to stop doing this. Maybe like (laughs) the top one to three kind of thing. One of my biggest real pet peeves is when people are trying to word the audio and it doesn't line up. Guys, I'm crazy. Just don't, don't word the audio then. Like, don't move the audio. <laughs> like, <laughs> transcribing it, you mean, kind of thing? Like, but it doesn't match up? Yeah, like, and it's really big to, like, lip sync for real on TikToks, like, A to a song or just vocal no. audio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then when it doesn't match up, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I don't want to, like, discourage people from making rules because I'm just, like, try it out. Do anything get creative. But things that I personally hate too is when people do transcribe it or they add text or they add something and it gets cut off by the parameters. So just making sure like you're formatting it correctly, centering it correctly, because there's nothing worse than when it's like half cut and I can't, or it's too fast and I can't read it either. Like I appreciate that you're trying, but let's tighten up on those things. It'll make it better. Your reel just won't perform as well either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like I've seen it a lot where people are kind of just standing there and pointing at stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Their texts. But is that like outplayed or is that more like, and we encourage that, do that more? I would encourage it. Like I, 
I would say keep switching it up. Don't solely focus on that. But yeah, right now I want people to get away from the fear of doing a reel because so many times we bring up the word reel or TikTok and the first thing everybody says, oh, I'm not a dancer. I'm not getting on social media and dancing. I'm not getting on the internet. And I'm like, that's not what we're asking. It could be as simple as pointing. And amazingly enough, that could get you thousands of views. Worth it, right? But um, I definitely wouldn't stick only to that. Gotcha. It's one of those aspects of content where you really can do two things at once. Like you can show your personality, you can be a bit more playful, you can have a really fun, trendy audio um, or song in the background that you and your team can have fun with. But yet, at the same time, you could also be very inspirational or educational. It's one of those pieces of content that as long as you're following the basic parameters of like, you know, make sure it works within your niche, don't go like to Lafayette. But also, you know, keep things within the parameters of your wording. You can play around with it. You don't have to do anything too crazy. You can simply show your offense, add it to a fun audio. And you're doing both. You're showing your personality, you're showing your office culture, and you're educating your potential patients. So it's really something we like. We would love to see the medical field really embrace because it, it is such a great option for them. Yeah. Awesome. So any final pieces of advice for our listeners? I guess anything final, we always say to, I think our real like core method on social media is to bring back personableness, bring back realness and authenticity on social media. So Rachel and I are always promoting, you know, engaging copy, real people in photos, and as well, real engagement. We hate seeing these doormat accounts that just go post and ghost, don't engage with their audience, only post about the holidays, and you know nothing about the clinic, the doctor, the team itself. So um, our next tip would be engagement. And so um, a few tips around that is to go and follow today some businesses in your area. Five to 10 would be great that your potential patient could be hanging out at. There could be a boutique, a restaurant, a coffee shop. Um, Go and engage with that account, their most recent post. Go engage with any comments that are under it. If you see somebody's comment under their post, reply back to that person because that could be somebody within your area that might need your services. You can also go on to their followers who's following that account because, again, it might be somebody local that lives in that area who's interested in that type of business might also need yours and engage with their followers if they're not private under the following. And if all of that seems too overwhelming, we also have a freebie guide that breaks all this down and teaches you how to do engagement authentically. You can find it on our website under the engagement essentials freebie guide. Awesome. And it's also going to be in the show notes below as well, that link. So go ahead and download that, guys. I appreciate your time, Rachel and Brittany. Thank you so much. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find them in the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or Where can they reach out to you directly? You can find us on Instagram at socialpeople.co. Awesome. So guys, that's going to be in the show notes below. So check it out. And thank you guys for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. Thank you, Michael. Thank you.